Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Anime Tour Bus. It's me, your non-expert Eric, and who's that sitting next to me? Well, let's see, why are you in tears, listener? Just because it's the end of yet another anime. It's the final episode and, well... It's not, though. Well, it's the final episode of, of, of one, one of, of our them. animes. Yeah, also, you got but... that good audio today. And, and li listen, listener, I get it. I get it. Like, there was a lot of emotions and, and pain. But before we get there, uh, who's that up front? Well, that's that's Metzger. She's our expert. Ohio gozaimasu. Yeah. So there's a... Metzger was telling me beforehand that she was uh, cursed. You are cursed. Her information. You're cursed. Why? Why? I mean, I I'm not surprised. Like it, it's not a surprise to me at all. But why? Okay, so we're we gonna talk about Vanitas first. Um, wh which would you like to talk about? We want to talk about why you're cursed, and that is definitely Vanitas. Okay, I'm cursed because of Vanitas. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you now sure, we've gained more information. Sure are. That is why you are distinctively cursed. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and explore Vanitas. So, uh, when last we left off, matter of fact, Metzger, do you have a synopsis for us? I don't exactly have a synopsis, unless, welcome to Eric's cursed origin story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no, we finally get a bit more about, okay. So, when last we left off, Noe was, uh, drinking up Mikkel or M Misha's Misha. blood. Yeah. How, however, this individual likes like, to be referred to. I like Mikhail better, but personally, also, no one asked me. Yeah. Um. They sure didn't. And so, <laughs> sorry, that was aggressive. And so, um, Metzger, uh, we we left off with like Noe, like, oh my god, what what's happening here? And and suddenly Vanitas shows up. Okay. With a gun. With a gun. He usually isn't a gun person. Yeah, usually the book is enough. Yeah, usually he's very book-oriented. Um, yeah, but this time he's got a gun. The than the gun. And even M M Misha, sorry. Uh, even Misha is like, really? A gun? Ah, <laughs> uh, Lord have mercy. I'm still reeling. I did just watch this. I did just... I mean, me too. Yeah, but you always do that. And I've had to start doing it, at least with Vanitas, because since I have premium, I have you, you accidentally work ahead, yeah. To uh, a week ahead. And you tend to get very upset when I have that forbidden knowledge that you don't want to know about or yes, like absolutely. my leading questions. I've now been putting off watching Vanitas until the last minute so that way I can't sneak ahead or as soon as we get done recording I then sneak ahead <laughs> as as it should be it's it's awful it's terrible and that's why you're cursed because you can't sneak ahead because of this giant fight that they go through where where the vampire of the blue moon has told Vanitas Never let anyone know your memories, which is a weird thing to say to someone. 
didn't we have like a heartfelt moment where like we were being like we had a memory of the blue moon vampire and the blue moon vampire is like hey bro maybe someday someone will learn to love you and you can you can be held or hold them and and have that life right yeah so now we've got memories of don't ever let anyone know your secrets (laughs) which i mean relatable i never tell anyone my secrets ever uh, again, canonically, Metzger has never known human love. That's true. That's we we actually know that as a fact. Yeah, it's on the wiki. Yeah, it's it's on our uh, it's on our Patreon. There, we don't have either of those things. I should put it on the website though, which we do in fact have, and we'll go over that later. And Vanitas has taken this super seriously. Enough so to where they've done some weird hypno shit, some wild, what Misha calls self-hypnosis, to where when a trigger is hit, they will attempt to kill anyone who wants their memories with zero discretion. They are unstoppable and unreachable. And so that's where um, we currently have Vanitas is like he's, well... For most of the episode, he is in this like trance-like state and completely un uncontactable. And without without discretion, he will kill Vanitas. He will kill Misha. He will kill Domi. Where he even says like, "I'll kill that Dom or that Dame," and then you can finally be free. To which, can we hold on just a second? I'll be yeah. I'll be right back. It'll it'll be super quick. Okay, sorry. I have actually stressed myself out so bad that I've had a uh, fever blister flare up. Ow. And like my mm, about half of my lower lip is swollen and terrible to look at. And the topical medication that I use has worn off and now it's itchy and burning. And we're and I don't think I could I was going to try and wait until after the podcast to put more on but i'm not gonna make it it's like whatever we do we can't let these things pop i know it's terrible but you know most people catch it in their childhood i uh i used to have a real problem as a very small child as small children do where they're very itchy i don't know do you get these things no not at all God, I hate my life. Uh, they burn. They burn, are full of pressure, and simultaneously itch. So you want nothing more than to relieve that pressure and also to scratch them. Well, if you let that happen, it then spreads the virus to other areas of soft oh, tissue. Gross. Yeah. So there is a picture of me somewhere in this world as a small child where um, 
it goes from the corner. It's like from the from my lower lip into the corner of my lip, all the way up the top lip, and actually into my nostril. To where like they could not get me to stop picking at it and spreading it across my own face. Yeah. And now I only have like a breakout like uh, once a year, maybe if I get like really sick or if I get insanely high levels of stress. I thought you were going to say insanely high. Just yeah, getting no. getting wicked litty up in here. That's what causes. <laughs> Is this the worst outbreak I've had in years? I'm trying to make light of it, but it sounds uh, absolutely terrible. Oh, it is. It's absolutely, I'm a terrible thing to look at right now. Like, it's disgusting to look at my face. Um, and it, it hurts to exist. Okay, where did we leave off? I was talking about, oh, 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 oh. How much, honestly, does this episode just kind of look like a really weird souls boss that no one asked for? <laughs> um I uh, I don't know. I mm, what what makes you say that? Uh recently learned that they made a remake of Bloodborne, but it's like uh Bloodborne X or something. Have you seen this? No, I don't know. Okay, I, you I, should one you should look into it. Did you play Bloodborne? I I started it, but that was one of the Souls games I bounced off of. And well, uh, that's a pretty reasonable thing since it was only running in like 30 FPS. So it's really hard to get the timing right and to actually play it at all. It's almost unplayable. Um, but it's made to look like a PlayStation 1 game. Okay. So much so that it even has tank controls. D tank controls? Yeah, it uses the D-pad. Oh, no. Uh, you should take some time to at least look up people's gameplay of it. Like, it's got a character creation. Like, everything's a block. It looks like a PlayStation game. It's glorious. Like, they nailed the graphics. Like, it's an experience. Okay. I mean, I might. I'm, I'm been binging on Elden Ring, and after that, I'm gonna dive more into Souls games. It only covers, like, the first zone, though. Oh. But still, it's fun. It's fun to look at, as for someone who doesn't play Souls games. I do really like Bloodborne from, like, a aesthetic perspective, because... Yeah. Madsker. Um, so, then, to have this giant fight in a carnival... And for Noe, Noe is being an aggressor, but he also seems like he's more on the defensive during the fight. Absolutely. But some of the things, which also makes it feel like a Souls game to me, where like Noe needs to kill Vanitas, but also has to be real quick on the dodge, right? It's <laughs> yeah, a, no kidding. It's and a Souls he's getting boss. slowly destroyed. So... The fact that at one point in time, Vanitas ties his gun to something so he can shoot remotely and also starts taking over these like steampunk machinations. We're seeing Vanitas like no holds barred. We we're seeing him no holds barred. 
Isn't that pretty intense? I, I don't understand why you're not making as big a deal over the fucking mascots attacking Noe all at once. Like the I mean, animal. I was kind of caught up, caught up in the emotion. Like these two boys that we we were once shipping are now now fighting each other. I mean, they're I'm trying also to ship there, each other to the graveyard. But it is definitely a slight distraction when a what what there was like a pig and a bear. Yeah, they they are doing like some some attacks that are uh, pretty intense. Bonnie um, Tosca's like taking to control of him. those. Yeah, we're seeing like him use the book to its full extreme. He's tying his gun. He's like unleashing lightning bolts and stuff. He's on at least two vials of whatever that fucking church drug is. Yeah, it's and he's like no hesitation stabbing himself in the neck like. Kill vampire. <laughs> this anime is really good about how they handle exposition and how they kind of explain things to the viewer without it feeling too forced. Whereas, how did Vanitas get a gun? Well, we're going to cut to injured half vampire being like, the damn quack really roughed me up, took my goddamn gun. <laughs> and then, like, his little partner being like, oh, I, they would, you know, one of the girls is like, they wouldn't fight each other, would they? And it's like, oh, I don't know. And it's like, and if they did, Noe would win, right? Because he's vampire. I love the exposition of Noe is strong, but doesn't like violence and doesn't want to kill. Vanitas is weak, but will do anything to survive. Yeah, very uh, cornered raccoon kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a really good way to put that. I'm trying to keep hold it together. I'm in a very emotional state, and I'm trying to hold this shit together, keep it in chronological order instead of just yelling at you. I mean, there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of hey, we're fighting. Other, yeah, other than the fighting, um, which we're having, we also have a kind of a Smash Brothers moment where it's like the gang's all here as... Dami is having, we get to a peak, we get a peak of Dami's inner monologue. So we see her childlike psyche, which is the one that's controlled by Misha, and is super manipulative. Where it's like, no, we should wait here for the alarm to go off, and then we can jump. And yeah. She's like, but I don't want to see Vanitas hurt anymore. And um, it's like, well, you know, we could always do both things. We could stop Noe from getting hurt and kill ourselves. Yeah, there, we can multitask here. See, nobody has to lose. Everybody wins. Which I like that fucking Louie. Big brother oh, of the year over here. Louie right? comes in for the save. Yeah, but it's a minute too fucking late, don't you think? Yeah. He's already I mean, jumped off the edge. He was doing edge. a good job. He was doing a good job trying. Yeah, she jumps off the edge and he's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Which, hey, that's Not, a big brother. That's yeah, a brother for you. That, that is the big brother. You are right. Like, a big brother would just be like, well, that was stupid. And it's like, great, where were you 10 minutes ago? And it's like, I was just watching. 
I didn't As think a you big brother, do it. yes, this is. I would be ten minutes too late. And and also, as soon as Dami hits the ground and is dead, Louis is going. Don't tell mom. Shh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you're, fine. you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Keep your eyes on Vanitas. I'm here to save Dami, and it's like. Well, duh, I'm going to keep my eyes on fire. Who do you fuck think you are? I'm so always... Don't tell exactly. me what to do. Yeah, it's like, I've, I've only been doing it for, like, what, six months now? I've even been sharing a room with the motherfucker. And then Vanitas goes, Aha! Behind you. And drop kicks the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah, he does. I don't... So now we're to the part. We're to the part. This is why you're cursed. They're fighting on a building. I do not understand, though, why the building explodes. Because he stomped his foot good. He stomped his foot real good? Is that his little declaration where he has this realization? No, he does. So when Vanitas says freedom, what he really means is isolation and alone. So Noe puts his foot down and says... This is stupid. Why are we fighting? I'll never give you what you want. You'll never be free. And Vanitas is like, I'm going to take your kidney. So he's diving at him. Yeah. The building is collapsing. And now they're falling on top of each other. And Vanitas is pretty much just going to let gravity do the work. Now it's kind of one of those, you know, I'm just going to hold this knife in front of me. And if you don't get out of my way, then it's your fault. Right. Yes. And he's well, he's kind of bringing it down. It's not just like a holding knife. He's like doing an upward swing of his arm and then following it by like, oh, I'm well, going to yeah, bring like this down on you. Yeah. yeah, he's but he's got to have proper form. Right. Because if he just like sticks his hand out and then he hits the ground, something bad's going to happen to his wrist. But still, if you get stabbed, it's your fault. I mean, that's definitely not what's happening. He does still have every intent to kill Noe. Up until something sinks into Vanitas's mind. And it breaks the self-hypnosis bullshit. And... But does it do it too late? They hit the ground. There it's a blur. Is, there is a blade sound. There is a whoosh, You know, a shink... Like, what would imply that someone just got shanked? And dust is everywhere. And to be continued. Yeah, we get to see a glimpse. We see, like, Vanitas, like, draped over his body. But we can't make out where the hand is or what, what the overall situation is. And that is where we get our TBC. And I hate you. Because I don't have the premium? Yeah, because I have access to it. And I don't get to know what happens until we're done recording. Even though it's 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 not that we just got the cliffhanger and oh shit, oh man, I gotta wait a week to see this again. I have it. It's like a Christmas present, you know? Yeah. Like you you know where your mom hides the Christmas presents and you could totally take a peek in that closet before she wraps up. I was going to say up. you even you've even peeked in the closet, but you you can't open the present. Yeah, uh-huh. You see that it's there. Yeah, so now you're cursed. 
Oh, that was all that it was? Yes, uh-huh, that I don't get to know what happens. I thought it was going to be something way more Metzger. Gosh. Nope. That's all. That was the that was the last straw, Eric. That's all it takes for a Metzger car. Is just... I will say, so I've been meaning to bring this up for a while, um, and I thought about making it as one of like the, the intros or something like that, but um, I don't have premium Funimation. That is, the listener knows this, you know this. It's been a consistent discussion. Um, and so the ads that I get, I don't know what it is. The relationship between Shaq and anime, but he is always there. See, I have completely forgotten about that because I broke down and got Funimation Premium. So my household has both Crunchyroll and Funimation. I now, will say I got a new TV uh, for, for the bedroom and all that, and um, the, it has the actual app because it's like a Roku TV. It has the app for um, Crunchyroll and for Funimation. So I, I still get the ads, but now I can watch it on my TV. Well, I kind of like um, that. Beginning of spring 2022, so now, Funimation is no longer going to be putting out any new anime on their platform. What? All the new anime goes exclusively to Crunchyroll. Why? Because Sony owns them both now. But why why would you screw over Funimation? Because why would you make people pay for two separate platforms to get the anime you have? They're moving all new anime strictly to Crunchyroll so their users only have to pay for one premium. Instead so we're going to be doing Crunchyroll a lot now. <laughs> yes, it's going to be Crunchyroll only. No more new stuff on Funimation. Mm. Funimation will still have the catalog of the things that they have, but all new anime goes just to Crunchy. I've actually canceled my Funimation. It's over at the end of this month. Um, and it's all Crunchyroll from here. Okay, well... That that's news for you, listener. I'm pretty sure you and I talked about the merger on one of the episodes, but it was like, uh, maybe in the fall. I think I was, was when say, it was, was probably when the merger passing. was when the merger happened. But there was no like definitive. Hey guys, we're moving to um. There was no definitive direction on where Funimation or Crunchyroll would be going. If one would be absorbed into the other, if one of them had a bigger like viewer base, maybe the English dubs would be on Funimation and maybe the subtitles would just live on Crunchyroll. Where were we taking things? Well, now I just know Funimation is moving to Crunchyroll. They're also losing a whole lot of existing titles and they're calling it like the great anime purge of 2022. (laughs) Oh man, so specific. Because um, it's... Hey, remember when Netflix occasionally has like a big purge where just companies no longer want their shit on Netflix so the license expires? I mean, Friends dealt with that. Uh, Oh man... There was another one that was pretty big that went through that. But yeah, no, I remember. 
So that's what's actually happening is there's this one provider that no longer wants to to sell their they don't want their license to be renewed with Crunchyroll. And it's because Crunchyroll oh, now since they are owned by Sony owns almost all of the competition. So like we have a monopoly situation. So why would on. you help your your you know enemy? Yes. Your competition. Because I think even so, yeah, like even Sony, Sony owns about 15.6 million in Square Enix stock. And if you didn't know this, Square Enix is actually a publisher of both manga and anime. And Square Enix is usually pretty good about uh, producing a couple of animes a season. Huh. I mean, I feel like I know Square Enix from like video games, if that that rings a bell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. Let's see here. Square Enix has. uh, Square Enix has brought you such lovely titles as Full Metal Alchemist, Akamiga Kill, uh, Durara. Uh, Can you you give me that last one again? Just just for my own fun. I think it's actually, yeah. Da-da-da-da. Hey, 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 hey. Da-da-da-da. They brought us Horimiya. What did you just call me? <laughs> um, uh, Black Butler is what everyone would know that by, but it's like Kura Shitsuji. Uh, they brought us My Dress Up Darling. And uh, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. Which I still think everyone should watch. If you haven't watched Hanako, please watch Hanako. For no other reason than I need a second season. And I need you to pad those numbers so I get my second. Mama needs her numbers. (laughs) Actually, Square Enix is responsible for Vanitas. Oh, awesome. Square Enix, in my opinion, really brings out some bangers. But they got the money to sling around, right? Yeah. Try myself. I can't I can't make animes. So like, hey, everybody, you might say, hey, I like these guys a lot. Wonder wonder where I can find more of them and all that. Well, check us out on our website at meyouandweeboo.wordpress.com. You can also interact with us. That's right. Our Twitter. We got we got the instas. So you can find our Twitter at Anime Tour Bus, or excuse me, that's our Insta. Our Insta is Anime Tour Bus, and then our Twitter is Anime underscore Bus. Check us out. We want to interact with you. I've never interacted with somebody before, ever. I'm living this life alone and sad without you, listener. So, hey, let, interact with us. Um, and we'll we'll talk about it on here, I guarantee you. You will be talked about. We say that every time. No, no one's been talked about no yet. One, no one has been brave enough to try and catch these verbal social media hands. Yeah, we might. We, it depends on how you interact with us. It might be bad for you, but try no one it wants good for to you. catch this. No one wants to fuck with this. Just us being like, hey, you want to fight, listener? <laughs> we'll fight you. We'll have an anime duel. I have the power of God and anime on my side. 
uh dear listener please come for eric in the comments please have an anime duel with him i will be the judge and you, uh you will i will be the executioner so yeah, get wrecked. they were get fighting wrecked, noob eric i don't think you understand uh they, they were fighting you oh sorry yeah that was kind of the point my dude they're gonna totally like have an anime battle with you like an, an anime trivia battle Whoever loses, I'm I'm killing. So that's just I already called the executioner. Spot, so. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna kill yourself because you are definitely you, listener! you are definitely losing to the lift listener. Uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about little Miyana Chan. And I, I would I like I would like to remind everyone that last week was when I oopsied and I skipped episode 11 and didn't have enough time to go back and watch it. So instead, I just watched episode 12 because I, I goofed. I did a big goof. And this episode starts out with Miano. What I believe is the audience understands that it's just kind of a oops. I touched... I touched your hand. But how Sasaki takes it is a don't touch me, you filthy homo. You you slut. I haven't given you permission yet. And uh, that's I mean, I definitely don't resonate with those feelings, but I could see if I were in that position and someone were to do anything that I believed was like kind of a cool down moment like a hey don't do that i would interpret it devastatingly like yes, oh absolutely. i i like you so much and i put myself out there and you know you didn't reciprocate immediately you must think i'm disgusting i've overstepped my boundaries i should just we'll we'll never talk again you will forget i ever existed please don't tell i always anyone. assume I always assume people are just like, ew. That's my, that's what I default to. <laughs> I always assume people are like, gross. Yuck, who's this Eric guy? Who let you in here? <laughs> you don't even go here. <laughs> Do you have a badge? <laughs> Sir, we're going to escort you out. It's all <laughs> the same person saying these things. <laughs> They're just escalating as they're getting a beat on the situation. So, um... yeah, completely irrelevant. But definitely what happens is Miyano kind of uh, oopsie bumps. And Sasaki is like, I am a disgusting human being. I pushed myself on you. You're right. I'm wrong. I'll leave. And before Mia can even. Well, I mean, Mia's trying. Like, he's definitely being like, Sasaki, wait. No, come back. Let's talk. And Sagi's like, nope, I'm trash. I'm absolute trash. Nope, there's nothing you can say or do. I'm going home to cry about it. Well, to add more desperation to this, there's uh, there's been a whole thing that, that you missed on episode 11 of him, like, trying his hardest to confess his feelings, and he keeps missing his opportunities. Wait, say that one more time? I don't think I processed it all the way. Oh, sorry. There was like a whole thing in uh, in episode uh, 11 where he's figured out how he feels 
and he's he's just like been trying to say it and struggling to find the time and the location or like oh, he tries yeah, to yeah. say it where he's like essentially trying to propose like yeah. if you think about it he's doing like one of those promposals yeah and he keeps missing it oh and my friends called me up oh, balls <laughs> balls guess i can't ask you out today cuz balls Oops. Balls. <laughs> um, so we like I think for the first time in this anime we're dealt with like an actual crisis. We've accidentally refuted our lover and now they think that they're the problem and they don't want anything to do with us and we still don't have their phone number. I feel like it's embarrassing. I know. Like, am I wrong on this one to where, like, I am quick to ask for someone, hey, if we're even going to go to the bookstore together and I think we might get separated, I'm going to be like, hey, can I like in case something bad happens, can I get your number? Like, what happens if I get kidnapped? It's always me getting kidnapped. Well, I was going to say something much more rational. My no, my cheeks are so firm. Everybody's just like, I'm going to steal these cheeks. I've been doing clappable. (laughs) I have been doing so many. uh, They're they're the hip thrusts, barbell hip thrusts. My my these cheeks are glimmering. I am so upset that you did not say my cheeks have become so clappable. I'm utterly disappointed. That's fair. I left that one for you. It just doesn't. It just doesn't hit the same. Okay. Wait, brain. I was going to say something much more rational along the lines of, hey, we were riding the train home together, but your stop is mine and you left a bag on the subway. And, you know, I can send you a quick text and be like, hey, I got your stuff. Don't worry about it. You didn't lose it. You didn't set it down somewhere weird. I got you. Broski. Bro, Brotato. Yeah. Keep it on the bro time. You don't got to make it weird. I mean, I probably would say dude, but I just. I prefer a good dude. Just dude. Dude's pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, I say brotato chip and, and brochiosaurus rex and and things like that. But obviously, I am not the the end all be all of good social interactions. <laughs> <laughs> These cheeks are so clappable. Listen, That's- something goes. Not cheeks are clapping. There's your outro. Clap and a half. <laughs> Clap and three quarters. Either way, total distraction. We are off in Nowheresville. I don't know. The bus is lost. But you know who's not lost? That's Suzaki. He made his way all the way home, and then was I was like, gonna say they're both very much uh, so lost. They're just kind of lost in their feelings, whereas they know exactly where their feelings are, but they don't know how to get there or get the other person there. I guess. Can you imagine being really bad at giving directions to your own heart? <laughs> uh, can I imagine, or have I personally experienced? Uh, yeah, I guess that's fair. Touche. Because the answer is both. Yup. I can't imagine because I have been there. Yup. I, 
Okay, I know I've spent the past couple of episodes being like, until something actually happens, I don't have a whole lot to say about this. But now that something has actually happened, I still don't have a whole lot to say about this. It's no, cute. I also got stuck in that. I was literally thinking that. I'm like, all right, that happened. All right, cool. Finally. It's, it's super cute. I am so happy to see it. And when I was watching it, I was gushing. I'm like, oh, our boy. That's just like about oh, goddamn time. About look at them time. having their little moment in the park where it's like, can I hug you? And it's like, yes, please. What about kissing? And it's like, oh, I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sometimes just want to hug you. And I'm like, come on. I like, come I on. Lo- you I know, just, we're going there. I really enjoy that. And kiss. And the other person being like, oh, what? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I really, I mean, I did super enjoy it. I, it was very cute. I really enjoyed it. 10 out of 10, would watch it again, but probably not cover it on a podcast. I was going to say, it's it, it's not easily podcastable. This was definitely a, a private thing. This was a maybe we watch the whole series and then we come at it from like a whole instead of ep- yeah. episodically. We, we talk about all those like, oh, Japan's perceptions of like same sex relationships are different and stuff like we would talk about all that in one go. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's how that should have gone. But also maybe trying to convince you to binge watch an entire season of anime is a little bit rough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is, because I probably wouldn't want to. <laughs> so, Eric, we're yeah. about a year and a half into the podcast. Oh, geez. How do you feel about anime now? Okay, this is like weirdly well-timed. So my... My boss in the mines, I, I, I got a new, I went to a new mine um, about, I don't know, nine months ago and started working at this new mine. And my new boss is way better than my old boss. My my old boss was like, a, a sucked. And my new boss, he's, I was talking to him and he was like, oh, you know, you and anime and stuff. Like he, he was talking about his opinions on anime, told me all about Naruto and all that. But and you told him Naruto is trash. I, I did, in fact. And I talked oh, about, God. like, I talked about how nunchucks are the stupidest weapon and ninjutsu is a dumb martial art. And all my other hot takes that I have. And wow, was... some spicy stuff that we dare not bring to this podcast. <laughs> that is too spicy for Metzger. <laughs> um, so, so we were talking about that. And then I... I it kind of came up at like a lunch thing and how do I say this I got added to a team's chat at work that is like the anime team's chat for for my my local workplace I am really upset that I don't get screenshots of this team chat from time to time just so you're aware it hasn't been um it hasn't been too active lately with like you know more of those those happening kind of in person but but during the midst of the the hardcore part of the pandemic 
there were uh, a good number of discussions there. And frankly, I was just trying to keep up. I, I brought up cells at work. I brought up the, the vampire uh, steampunk boys and brought, brought up some of the other ones that we've watched that I think were more work appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't have that level of discretion, unfortunately, and I accidentally maybe convinced my coworkers to watch porn. Okay, well, so anyways, I say all this. It came up in a, a workplace at the lunch table with my boss, my boss's boss, and then those people who are at my boss's level. So, so no, no Eric level individuals. And then I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really like anime. And I ended up talking to him about it more because he he brought it up today. He's like, yeah, Eric made me really mad yesterday. I said he doesn't like anime. Like you have ruined like every chance of getting a promotion now. Oh, it's fine. Um, so anyways, I I talked to him a bit more and I was like, so here's the problem. I would put I feel like I'm just picky on my animes and I would say like 90% of the anime that like I come across or that we've experienced and all that I feel is meant for a different audience than me. Like I don't fit into the audience, the category of individuals that this is geared towards. There are some anime where I do feel that certain shonen anime, like I really enjoyed watching the, the movie Demon Slayer that we did together. I enjoy, of course, Jujutsu Kaisen. Wait, did we do Demon Slayer? Yeah, we did Demon Slayer. We did the uh, Mugen we did, Train. We did Mugen Train? Wow. Yeah. How did I convince you to watch episode. Mugen Train? Um, because I managed to find it in English. English dub. Oh, um, yeah, you missed the Umai! No, I actually got to to hear it both times because I initially didn't find the English sub, and that part's pretty early in. Yeah. Um, but at home while exercising, I got the English sub working on my TV. So I was like, oh. Ah. Um, so, yeah, no, and I enjoyed that. Uh, of course, like some of the shonen I have seen isn't. It seems a bit more like teen boy y. And that's kind of where I fell on Naruto. Um, and my then... issue with Naruto, sorry to interrupt you, is Go my ahead. same issue that I have with One Piece and with Bleach. And it's just that they take the shonen formula and they stretch it out as long as physically possible. That's the thing. You got to do like Jujutsu Kaisen where they concentrate it. Like it's only a handful of episodes, but it is like very intense and 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 orange juice level concentrate. Yeah, it's I and so like Naruto just goes on for way too long for me to continue to care. Yeah, Bossman was telling me about 2000 episodes. Yeah, and One Piece is even longer. Um, I've seen, so I've seen One Punch Man, uh, just a couple episodes of that, and I got, I got the joke and the humor and all that, and then I was like, okay, I'm done with this. I, of course, enjoy Cowboy Bebop, um, and even enjoy the Netflix, like, live-action version of it. Ooh, that's um, an uncomfortable opinion. Why? I don't know, I just, I think it could have been good, and it just wasn't. I I actually found it very enjoyable for what it was. I think a lot of people walked into it expecting anime level goodness. I did not. I was like, okay. Well, this... Yeah, when you write a love letter to one of the greatest animes of a generation, you know, someone's going to expect you to back that up some. Well, so 
the thing here is like when when like they there's been a lot of hot takes about the witcher right because i've read all the books i've played all the games i i'm super into that world's lore and all that and then the movie comes or the, the sorry the uh the tv show comes out and even the anime i enjoyed the witcher anime that came out the rise of the white wolf um, anime yeah it was actually pretty good oh i should have told you about that Metzger. it was a uh, pretty dark it was very witcher world-esque meets anime and it was it was very very dark in nature like a lot of death a lot of gore um but the the overall thing i actually really liked and i if you want to get like into non-japanese anime which actually became a hot topic that we we were talking about at work because i also enjoyed vox machina um which plays into my D D love a lot but um I enjoy a select set of anime, and it doesn't seem to be of one particular genre or type. I seem to have a little bit more success with like concentrated shonen and things like that. But like, I also liked uh, what was that one where the Komi San? Well, Komi San also came out on Netflix as the dub, and I rewatched it. That's how much I enjoyed it. And hey, guess what? It was pretty good in english too because you got to to hear the boy like talk and describe his feelings in english and it actually translated super well as picking up on on some nuances and and what they were doing versus things that maybe i couldn't hear or pick up tonally from from reading the sub but i say all that to say that like 90 percent of the anime that i come across is not good or it's not meant for me uh, and and there's there's a distinction there like it could either be not good and not meant for me not good or not meant for me so because i can respect something that's good and i'm just not its target audience and i think that um in this case sazaki and uh and miano i think i am not its target audience and even though i'm all for boy love and, <laughs> and stuff you were, i would not have picked this one we only did sasaki to miano because you wanted to do boy love i wanted a season of boy love because i know how to to make and i know i know what the listener wants from me no I the listener you. would have rather had my dress up darling or hold on let me go back to winter 2022 i mean Honestly, the listener would have preferred if you had just completely skipped over Demon Slayer 1 and gone straight into Demon Slayer 2. Like, this... <laughs> oh, no, you don't understand. Inosuke has serrated blades, and he sawed a woman's head off. Nice. Yeah. I told my boss that I was Inosuke, and he told me that he was uh, the main character boy, and that uh, one of our co-workers was... That yeah, that he was Tanjiro, and that one of our coworkers—that's kind of the uh, the comedic relief of the mines. Was he what uh, was the little sister? Oh, not Zenitsu. No. Um, so you know what you need to do to your boss now, right? Like every time you see them, you need to yell their name. Like you need to insert their name into the conversation as many times as you can. But you need to say their name slightly wrong each time. Like, if their name is Brian, you need to be like, Brandon, how's that whatever's going on in the mines? And then you. Nathan! Sean! Yeah, Just because. Inosuke, on left and right. 
Inosuke can never get Tanjiro's name right anytime. He always calls him Ganpachiro or Kanjiro or Kanpachiro or just all like every. They like fight together. And Inosuke likes Tanjiro and wants to become stronger than Tanjiro, but cannot ever get Tanjiro's name right. And usually Inosuke doesn't even try with anyone's name. That's the worst part is Inosuke is trying with Tanjiro. So Inosuke never uses people's names. He just gives aside, them a, a dumb nickname. All this aside, what do you think of my reaction to discussing anime? I would have to say that I do think that you are more of a shonen inclined. Or you might like isekais, which are still something that we haven't bothered to cover. I was going to say, I don't know that that word. An isekai is like a shonen, but with more comedic relief. Okay. It's, it's always um, a person gets transported. A person dies and gets reincarnated or transported into a fantasy world. Oh, Oh, this is literally the premise of Horizon Adventures, except they don't die. They just get transported into a, a fantasy world. Hey, this is actually in uh, in, in like a I've, I've heard this reference that you get isekai and all that. Yes. So like some I always of thought it was big, like Izaki. Some of the big isekais are Overlord, which in summer 2022, Overlord season four comes out. Um, that's where a guy has been playing an online game with his guild and he um, the, the, the online game is officially being terminated and he wants to be there to log out with the game for one final time. Okay. Well, he falls asleep while the server is shutting off and he wakes up in the body of his character, which is a lich. Metzger, this is, um, there's, there's actually an Amazon Prime series called, uh, oh man, AFK. And it is a live action version of what you just described. Hey everybody, we're going to figure out what animes we're going to watch for next time. But until then, we're pulling up to the stop. Check out our other stuff, namely Science Snacks and Horizon Adventures. And hey... Thanks for hanging with us. Until then. Bye. Bye.